0: Hello, and welcome to The Alt-Left.
1: Welcome back everyone to episode 72 of The Alt-Left. I am your host Chris, with me is the good Reverend Dr. K. Good evening everyone. And Matthew Jumbo-Johnson.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Kay, hey, we missed you, man.
1: Yeah, I uh,
0: I got uh, poisoned by the alt-right and uh, well, I got I got poisoned by some cherries is what what really happened. And I was not feeling well, decided that it would probably be best if I didn't show up that evening for uh, for
1: recording. So right, that's that's fucking typical. Yeah, choosing it's typical. your own health over a podcast <laughs> that you don't get paid for. You Son of a bitch! Well,
2: is there no envy your selfishness, man? Seriously, I—I oh, did What edit. did I tell
1: you? I—I want to—I want to be clear for the wrong. We finished the intro here, and I've only downloaded eight and a half gigs. We are only—we uh, we're, 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 are three gigs short. It's fine.
2: Don't worry. Uh, for those of you wondering, Chris is bragging about his amazingly fast uh, fiber optic internet speeds. Oh, it's so good. Uh, because it's the you only see, in a brand new, like this. yeah, and, you uh, live in a
0: brand new complex, and they have like a T one line to the fucking right. place, and T- like yeah,
2: T one lines, yeah. brand new, renovated apartment. Like Chris is going for full, full bourgeois.
1: Is it what he's is doing beautiful? Uh, I've never had a speeds <laughs> like this before, and I'm pretty sure I never will again
0: that is also true
1: so in the meantime i'm going to download the entirety entirety of skyrim special edition in uh let's see it is now wrapping up and it's just been just under two minutes
2: yeah when we get your uh get you modding man it's gonna it's gonna be a whole new world for you
1: whole new world so a whole new world. let's uh let's do it it's fucking time because uh, you know this is america do we have to uh, you know yeah it's It's time to talk about school shootings and cops and guns
2: yeah so for those of you that were wondering what the fuck we were talking about before this we were just trying to have a little bit of levity before we got into the the meat of this horrible horrible fucking week fuck man like i where do you even begin it's almost kind of like
1: uh it's like the russian ukraine war i'm i'm just disappointed in every side everyone sucks like, I was literally having this conversation with someone the other day at work where it was just like, you have to realize, like, Russia's bad. Ukraine is bad. America's bad. There's just zero good guys. It's just bad guys versus bad guys versus bad guys. And it's the same thing. It's like, I I don't know, again, and I'm probably going to be the only one here, but I hate everyone. I I, I, I hate the right wing and I hate the left wing. And Chris, hate This, everyone this is
0: not the time to politicize. Okay, this is
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking Ted, yeah. goddamn Cruz. God, yes, that's Jesus I love the guy. Fucking half, Christ, he got half a million dollars, just under half a million dollars from the NRA last year. But he does not feel that this should be a political. Oh, he's thing.
0: he's supposed to uh, speak at the NRA conference uh, this weekend. This oh, you mean, weekend, the you mean the conference
1: where the conference where guns aren't allowed? That one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, just making sure you're talking about the NRA conference. It's happening directly after a school shooting where they are banning guns. Yeah, from mm-hmm. being there. Yeah. It's fucking
2: yeah. That fucking that conference. That's the right one. Yeah. Yeah. that's right. That's that is
1: that is that is the chuckle fuckery of the timeline that we are currently in.
2: You know, and it's it, it's just the it's, way it's to put it, chuckle the endless cycle. It just it, every time a bunch of kids get blown away, and you know thoughts and prayers up all around from everybody and it's just a mental zero, health issue, Matt, zero action, zero action. You I know what? You. I buy that when they actually take some steps to improve the mental health of the people in the United States, when I actually see some, some real work done to give mental health care to the public, then they can use an excuse until then just shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. Because right? that, that's, that comes down to the issue I take with both sides, right? I hate the rhetoric from absolutely both sides because you get the right, right? And they say it's a mental health issue. It's not guns. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And, and, he, and they're right. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. A person had to pick up a gun, aim it at someone, pull the trigger. Some piece of shit had to wake up and be like, you know what? Life's garbage. And I'm going to take people out with me today and go and murder his fucking grandma and a bunch of children. And that had to happen. That was a personal choice by a human fucking being
2: they're often right-wingers would, too let's not forget that like most yeah. of the time these guys are right-wingers
1: oh of course they are well there's absolutely a correlation to white nationalism and ultra right-wing to mass shooters they're not all of them it's not 100 but boy let me tell you that that venn diagram's pretty close to a circle there's merit to that um it's a mental health issue it is it 100 it is um and again just like kind Ad said it's like but i then i would love them to give a fuck about it uh, but that's the problem is that's where it ends. Oh, it's a mental health issue. But then anytime we have anything for mental health care, physical health care or, or, or anything that could possibly resolve the situation and help people who are in insane amounts of crises where they would do a horrible tragedy like this. Uh, the right wing has no interest in it. There's no funding for it. There's no money for it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Blah, blah, blah. You, I'm, I'm making a jerk off motion. It, it's whatever. It's, we, we know the this story. This, I'm not preaching anything anybody doesn't already know. It, it's kind of like the people who say they're pro-life and don't give a fuck about children once they're out of the womb. It's the same shit. It's, oh, it's a mental health issue, but I have no interest in providing mental health hmm. services.
2: To also right wingers. I'm sensing a pattern here.
1: Right. Well, but <laughs> let, now let's take a look at the left. Because all I ever hear from the left is, oh, there's never any action. We need comprehensive gun control. Okay, what? Well, like what? Like this dude was overage, didn't cross He's any fucking years lines. Old. He's over 18 years old, bought his gun legally, had uh-huh. no criminal record, and he would have right. passed every single background check you could throw at him.
2: Correct. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So there's a good soundbite what- going around right now from uh, from Beta O'Rourke. Have you guys heard it? I yeah, mean, I I've heard, heard of that, heard that piece of shit
1: better O'Rourke,
2: but go ahead. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, it's it's a soundbite that that's going around. Not the one where he interrupted Abbott, but you know, he's like he spews out like four solutions. Like, you want solutions? Here's the solutions: ban AR-15s. You know, mental health, uh, better mental health care. Like, he goes through the through the list, and it's actually I agree with I think three out of the four. The banning thing, I'm not with, but like. I agree with let, let's have better mental health facilities. I agree that we should close loopholes uh, for gun shows. I agree, but but, but, but how would any of that Chris's solve the problem? Po- but that's just it. To Chris's point, and this is where I agree with you. Where I'm getting fed up with the left. These are good ideas. We should do them. In almost every case, none of these solutions are. I don't even want to call them solutions. So none of these ideas would have prevented the vast majority of these types of incidents because like Chris said, these guys aren't on any checks i mean it happens every once in a while we get one where it's like there was interventions tried like people like parents were like reporting him like but that's few and far between most of these people are not showing up on radars and it's only after the fact when we do deep dives into their facebook and look through their 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 memoirs or you know any of that shit that we realize that there was a problem Uh, up until that point most people would just describe them yeah he was just quiet kid
1: and what's really, especially with the banning thing, is banning AR-15s. Like, well, first of all, if you notice, most of these, uh, when, when we find out what they're shooting, it's not an AR-15; it's an AR-15-style rifle. So, real quick, just, just let's just let's just do a thought experiment. Kate, okay, go ahead and Google this. Well, what is the most popular truck in America? Is it is it a is it a Ford F-150 uh, Dodge Ram? It would, would be the drama? Ford.
0: It would be the Ford F-150. F-150 I
1: guarantee. Okay. It. So, yeah, I, I I would imagine it's either Dodge Ram, Ford F-150, or to, Toyota Tacoma. That's what I see on the road mostly. But let's take a look at just what is the most popular pickup truck sold in the United States? Uh,
0: the Ford F-Series pickup, 720,000 oh, we right. units. Cool. Okay, so it, it's pickup, the Ford F-Series. Uh, 5,400.
1: Yeah. yeah it, I don't Silverado even know. Which, but, okay, so, so that, the Ford but, yeah. is the most popular pickup truck sold. So, Correct. now let's imagine that we had a problem with people in America constantly running over school children in pickup trucks of all kinds. And all we ever get is, I'm tired of these Ford F-150s on the road. Uh, The problem is we have people in pickup trucks running over children, not that hardware exists. And this isn't me trying to get on a pro-gun bandwagon, um, because I actually think there's a lot of people who have guns who shouldn't have guns. My problem is the people who typically try to legislate firearms are people who have no idea of what firearms are. They don't understand them. They have no gun knowledge whatsoever. It, again, it's, it's just like when the Senate tries to, like, you know, pull Mark Zuckerberg in and goes, how come the Instagrams are doing this thing? And do you own Apple? It's like you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You have absolutely no. You asked Mark Zuckerberg why your iPhone did something. You stupid fuck. Get an intern in there. You have no idea what you're talking about. It's the same shit. These fucking crybaby corporate libs who simply are this, no different than the Republicans who take special interest money to make sound bites. They're just fucking liberal Ted Cruz go up there and be like oh we need to burn Air 15s and did you know that after ingesting three marijuanas he took an ak-47 to his atus? And it's like well that was that was a revolver and uh no he was at a skits medication but okay uh let's let, let's go with some fat and there's there never is any. there's never any it is hyperbolic bullshit it is buzzwords and it is garbage and there's some simple solutions here First of all, if we want to change the way guns are regulated in the United States, I'm for it. Kind of like Matt said, loopholes, fuck yeah. Gun shows, let's just make selling weapons at gun shows either illegal or, my view, by the way, when you sell it, there's not that many gun shows. They happen semi-annually in most towns it's real easy to fucking regulate them you send the fucking atf they bring in a little card table they set it up two guys hang out with a laptop and anytime you want to buy a gun you go over to them and do a background check and do a dross transfer right there it'd be that easy oh. it's like selling a car you sell a car release liability you turn it into the fucking dmv imagine if there was a dmv guy with a laptop right there at every car sale You do that at gun shows, and boom, you got your background check. you got your fingerprint. you got your registration. It's done. The government has no interest in that. This is an easy thing to regulate or close. Or, again, if they don't want to do that, fine, then just stop transfer of firearms at gun shows. You could close that loophole in a second if you wanted to. There's no will for legislation that actually matters. Instead, what you get are a bunch of Democrats going, well, we're going to ban this specific trigger or this model of firearm or this thing. And then the gun lobby within weeks has a workaround. Like for instance, okay. Here in the great state of California, mm-hmm. we have our own assault weapons ban, which the I bump mean bump stock thing,
2: right? No, that's is bump that stock. That, that's that's oh, federal.
1: Okay. What I'm talking about is there's a very specific assault weapons ban where is you, um, you, like, you, uh, you can't have you have to like you have to have you cannot you have to a featureless rifle. And what that means is you cannot remove the magazine and load a new magazine without using a tool. Now it was worded this way, Because they wanted people to have to unscrew the top of an AR-15 or Bushmaster or whatever, that style Colt rifle, right, and have to pop the top open and top load it like an old school bolt action right? And have a fixed magazine that was screwed in. And so the only way to change it was to either take a screwdriver and unscrew the magazine, right? Or pop the top open and hand load single rounds into the magazine and then close it and then be able to fire. That was the point. But of course, the gun manufacturers knew this was coming. This stuff is legislated years in advance. And they created a workaround called a bullet button. And it is a button that is on the side of the map where where the the trigger be released, and it has a little nozzle on it, the size of the ammo, of a 5.56 or two two three round. And if you simply smack it with a bullet, the magazine pops right back out because you have used a tool. That bullet is a tool, and that is now a workaround, and it doesn't fucking matter. And so legislating stupid shit like this doesn't solve anything, and all it does is get Democrats elected, and it still gets kids shot.
2: Well, to that point, uh, uh, in, that, in that vein, I know there's another law that was the, the one where you had to breach your weapon. You yes. know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so they and just
1: have a breach that pops at a millimeter.
2: Exactly. and But the, the thing was is we have a friend that showed me about this. And I, he actually ran through several rounds of unloading and loading. And the dude was lightning fast he's like yeah it becomes muscle memory like it, the idea they they pass this law that you have to have this so that it will quote unquote slow people down but an experienced shooter can do this without too much hard work like they're still like if this, this wouldn't have stopped any mass shooting at all
1: yeah and if and, and if you don't even want to do that you just get something else you for the same ammunition you can get a mini 14 rifle it is, yeah. it is functionally the same. It is an M14, it's an old army-style rifle, and it functions just like an AR-15 does. It just doesn't have the same composite parts, but now you can get a composite Mini-14. And it shoots the same ammo at the same rate, in the same way, has the same magazine capacity. But now you don't have to have those featureless features that an AR-15 does. I have an AK-47, and I don't have to worry about any of that shit because it's not an AR-15. And this is the problem is you have people who have no interest in actually solving the problem. All you have are people who are either getting brownie points and saying, I'm going to ban all the guns, which doesn't help anyone. Or you have people like the fucking Republicans in the NRA, who are funded by the fucking NRA, which are the, the gun lobby that is causing this. Oh, it's not a political issue, it's a mental health issue. And they just brush it under the table, and they act like someone's not murdering children on a regular basis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These are acts of domestic terrorism. You know, a couple of assholes flew some planes into some buildings and we took over half the fucking planet. We're able to legislate half of our constitutional rights away overnight. And yet these acts of terrorism happen by our own citizens against our children. They are targeted. They are planned and they are horrifying. And we do nothing about them.
0: What, what's the demographic of the uh, the average or the, the average shooter in America?
2: White, straight, male. Well, Usually ages between the ages of 18,
1: 18 and 35. Well, for a mass shooter. Sure. Yes. Yeah. There's a difference between gun violence and mass shooter because most gun violence, and by the way, this is another skewed statistic that people like to throw out there is suicide. People love to talk about how many people died from gun violence. Yeah, the biggest number of that is self-inflicted. It's suicide. It is. We have a massive suicide epidemic for firearms as well, but nobody wants to talk about that because, again, that would require us to put money, care, time, and effort into giving a shit about our fellow human beings.
0: What I was getting at, Chris, is that the average mass shooter is white, male, heterosexual between the ages of 18 and 35, right? When 9-11 happened- I bet they vote Green Party, right? I bet they both they absolutely vote Green Party, but we were willing to give up uh, nationally, give up uh, a lot of our rights. I've got a 9/11. frog in your
1: pocket. Who the fuck is we? Because <laughs> that was
0: about matter at the time. I, I don't mean I you know. and I, but there was I a lot of a people point that point. were like, "It's fine," um, because the enemy was brown. Uh, you know, nine eleven. It was it was a bunch of people that weren't white heterosexual males that were the enemy, yeah. and. This is domestic terrorism by a bunch of white people. So it's mental health issues when it's a bunch of brown people or black people, then it's a violence or a a, a different issue.
1: I actually don't even know if if I I don't even I'm not sure racial is even the biggest factor in that. I actually think it's the biggest factor. I think that it is is a
0: factor. I think that it speaks a lot
1: but look what we've done we're doing the same thing against russia right now and that is a nation of white people i think when you have a foreign um sure. scary threat america I'll, I'll has been that, at still. war against white people longer and this is not me trying to defend america's not racist oh he's fucking horrifyingly racist i just i f- i don't know i feel like that's an easy way to point and i don't know i just i feel like there's whenever this happens we 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 jump to our tropes and that never solves anything. And we as Americans tend to jump to these, and I have been guilty of it as well, is we jump to these knee-jerk reactions that we have instead of talking about anything that would actually be constructive. We talk about either banning guns or giving guns to every baby I see because that'll make us safe. It's always these, these hyperbolic garbage statements on both sides that don't do anything. When... The solution is to simply fucking care for people. I mean, if we just, you know, fucking fried Nazis and stopped letting these people fester in the darkest corners of the country or sorry, stop letting them fester in broad daylight because they used to fester in the dark corners and there's very few of them. But now we let these guys fly fucking Nazi flags in public and Confederate flags. And we let these guys organize into fucking armed militias like the Oath Keepers. And we let these movements, we let 4chan fucking take over the Internet. Like, we let this shit happen. And we don't fucking hang these guys. And we let the, well, they have a right to say what they want to say. I'm tired of that shit. They don't. Like, if we're going to talk about banning the Second Amendment, how about we start talking about amending the first for hate speech? we allow in this
0: country people to radicalize other people in a manner in which we condemn the rest of the world for plain and simple. We allow people to teach and tell younger people to do horrible, horrible things because under the guise of free speech, under the guise of they have the rights just as much as everyone else. And I agree with you that they don't necessarily have that same right when it comes to hate speech, when it comes to talking about harming other people.
1: Well, not even I don't I don't want to go that far because you should be able to talk about harming other people if you really want to. But when you start talking about going after nationalities and colors and religions and that kind of thing, because it's like yeah. and, and I, I I know that's what you mean. I, I know yeah. that's not yeah, the yeah. point you're making, but I'm just saying we have to be very careful with this because yeah i agree with if that. you're going to start limiting speech it needs to be very specific um because anything you say is like well it can't be speech that talks about harm and it's like okay well then anyone who says like hey we should fucking lock these guys up or we should you know throw the politicians in the ocean it's like well now you're going to political jail it's like D- you need to be very careful about the first amendment but i really think things like hate speech towards minority and oppressed groups that advocates for mass killing needs to be illegal. Um, And these guys need to be fucking tracked. I mean, it's ridiculous that you can fill out a card to join the Communist Party when you're 16 years old and you'll be on a list for the rest of your life. But you can fucking hang out on 4chan and blame the Jews for controlling the media and go and buy a rifle and no one bats a goddamn eye. And I don't want to hear like, well, you don't know what the FBI is doing. No, because then they would have fucking knocked on this guy's door. But they didn't because they don't care. Because in this country we don't give a shit about that. I get what was it? Was it wasn't it? It was the governor of Texas who was you know bragging about how he was in a race with California to buy the most guns. You know, last I year I didn't hear that. Yeah, it was fucking governor of Texas did that. He he was so upset that California bought more firearms in the state of Texas, and so he urged all Texans to, to buy more guns. Wow. wow. Which, by that, that the way, sounds after like getting,
2: something Greg Abbott would say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it airports, definitely
1: sounds like something that would happen. This is after receiving very hefty donations from the NRA. And again, if the NRA wasn't the most puppy kicking evil organization, they would come out and be like, oh my God, this is a fucking tragedy. We stand behind the victims, blah, blah, blah. We're going to, and they could make some fucking changes. They could spend some serious money. If If they cared about mental health, they could actually put some money into that. You know what I mean? Like, there could be something done to help curb the shittiest people in the world from having these weapons. But we don't want to do that. We either want to do blanket bans that don't work and now have workarounds, or we want to pretend like it doesn't exist. And neither one of those works and it never has. And the issue is not, there are some crazies out there and the issue is not guns are bad. The issue is an American issue. This isn't yeah. a uniquely American problem. And I just feel, and, and, and again, you can see it by how we even talk about it here, like how Americans speak about it, right? So like it, we, we, when we talk about mass shootings, like, yeah, when it first happens, we'll talk about how many people perished. But then we just talk about how many mass shootings we have, right? Like people are like, oh, this is the 74th mass shooting we've had this year. Like, because we don't actually care what the body count is. We don't care how many people died we cared how many times this horrible thing has happened, right? Which makes sense. If you're measuring how many plane crashes happened, it doesn't actually matter how many people died, right? If a plane crashed because a pilot was drunk, it doesn't matter if that plane was fully loaded or only was it half capacity of passengers, because that's not the problem. The problem is that some asshole got drunk and killed a bunch of people. So we talk about the number of mass shootings because these are acts of terror and these are horrifying events and they need to be stopped in that way. And we need to stop pretending it's something small. This is a sickness in our culture. American culture is shifting deeper and deeper into white nationalism. And that white nationalism tells white angry men that they are being replaced They are being outbred. The reason women don't want to have sex with them is because there's too many black guys around, not because they're being pieces of shit. Like, they are fed these fucking lies in this country, and we have this counterculture movement that continues to grow. And until that is addressed, mass shootings aren't going to stop. And if every gun was raptured away by Jesus tomorrow, America would lead the planet in stabbings. Because it's not about the kill count deciding how big a magazine size what does that matter what does it matter if he had 10 10 round magazines or 100 round drum because it doesn't matter he was given all the time in the world by a bunch of cops who were too busy pissing their pants outside the fucking school he had all the time in the world to kill people
0: he had 48 minutes yeah inside the the uh the school now while, to be fair let's be fair the police cops... officers were removing their own children from the from the school and stopping parents from doing the yeah, same thing because
1: they, they weren't doing nothing. They had no problem using force against parents trying to rescue their children. They just refused to use force against an armed man who was killing them.
2: Yeah, and it was today they came out and said it was an error in judgment. It was a mistake. That's how this is always. Oopsie. Pitched. Yeah, it, it always is just, oh, we we made a boo boo, we we were scared for our lives. that's the newest go to excuse whenever a cop does something shitty. When they kill a black man, they were scared for their lives. I was afraid. When they refuse to go in and save children and kill a white guy, they were afraid for their lives. What the why fuck are I you, are you for? cops? Yeah, why are you cops? If you weren't ready to put your life on the line, why'd you become a fucking cop? I know because it was fucking easy because you were done bullying every little kid that you knew in high school. You weren't smart enough to go to college. And here it was. Some guy was like, well, just join the police force eight weeks in and all you got to do is run a little bit and we'll give you a gun and a badge and you can keep bullying people.
1: And you and a bunch of other fucking C student white boys in high school can run around beating the shit out of all the black people you want. Mm -hmm. You can run whatever frat boy organization you want it to be. Talk to I'm any so ex, you want to, you want to hear what it's like. Talk to an ex cop, like talk to people who left the force, not ones who retired. Talk yeah. to the guys who got pushed out, fired, or, and ask them about the fucking boys club and the frat boy party. That is any metropolitan police department.
2: I mean, fuck, we had Stoffy on here. He like the dude joined the Academy and was like, oh, this is fucking horrible bullshit. I should definitely not be a part of this and ace the fuck out of there.
1: Yeah, and joined for all the right reasons, and that's what happens. Is if you join for the, you cannot be a good person and keep your hands clean, and continue to be a cop. You get if you speak up, you get fucking pushed out, fired, or killed, or um, or you learn to just keep your head down, shut the fuck up, and enable the worst people in society. Yep. And they sit outside and they and again, they, we're going to see more of this because the Supreme Court has backed this up. There was what was the shooting where the cop went literally just ran and hid?
2: It uh, was a, uh, another pe- school was shooting. It Peterson? Was that his so, name? I don't know.
1: Anyway, it was a school uh. shooting. And yeah, it was like it was, two, I almost it was like two or three years ago. It was pre-COVID. Yeah. And yeah, there was a school shooting. And it was like one kid with a fucking handgun. And the cop was like, I don't want to get hurt. And he ran away and hid. You know, yep. he tried to claim that he wasn't there. He was over here. And his story was trying to be bullshit. And it turns out he ran away and literally physically hid between buildings so he wouldn't get hurt while children were getting shot. And when he got fired and even brought up on charges for negligence, hit the police union, fought it, and appealed it all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court ruled that police do not have the duty to serve and protect. They They do not have a duty to act. Yep. They don't need to actually save your life. They have no responsibility whatsoever, which if the police do not have a duty to protect you and they are not here for that, that means the only reason they would exist is to be used against you.
0: I mean, have you noticed uh, recently that police cars don't have uh, to protect and serve on them anymore?
1: Yeah, that got taken off after that actually.
0: Yeah, it absolutely did, because here in Los Angeles, every door of every police car had the seal, and it used to say to protect and serve. Yep. And that is now gone from every police car because they do not have a duty to protect. They do not have a duty to act. They do not have a duty to do anything.
1: And therefore, legally, they cannot claim they do. Correct.
2: Well, they do they do protect, but uh, it's not people; it's property. It's themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, they protect, protect private themselves. property and themselves. That's it. Yeah, and again, it's like I mean, look at firefighters. You know, there people will 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 you know people's like, oh, well, firefighters don't do that shit, and firefighters are are good guys, and people are like, no, they have the two and two rule, and and they do. Firefighters do have a rule for this. Like, there is a burning building, and you don't fucking rush in you wait for a partner and then two guys go in. And if two guys go in, there have to be two guys outside in case something happens to them, right? They have to wait for backup. Firefighters cannot just run into mm a building. Unless
2: there's
1: people inside. When there's people inside, they have a duty to immediately charge in and try to save lives because they have gear, they have training. And if they die, that sucks, but that's why they're paid really well, have amazing benefits and signed up for a job where they were willing to put their lives on the line to protect the body politic. That's the fucking social contract we have with first responders. And if these fucking Punisher wannabe crybaby cowards are just going to sit there and shit themselves every time someone's giving, there's fucking unarmed, out-of-shape baby boomers out there screaming, trying to get children out of a building who are willing to run in butt-naked with not a single weapon to them, and they're happy to put themselves in harm way, harm's way to save children, but here's these guys, paid great salaries, terrific benefits, and are given, let's let's be fair, we talk a lot of shit about cops, but in general, in America, cops are given a whole lot of deference and special treatment, they are honored, they're told they're fucking heroes, we have, we have little fashy back, the blue stickers on every fucking Ford F-150 truck there is in the country. We have a heroic state with fucking goddamn fucking Paw Patrol exists. Like we have every level of indoctrination and propaganda and dick worshiping for cops. They get tons of respect and love and back the badge. They're heroes. and But they don't do anything. As soon as shit hits the fan where they might actually be in danger, they piss themselves. Or kill a black
2: kids. guy,
1: or kill a black guy, or your or your dog. Yeah. Um. The yeah. The minute we have fucking no knock warrants. We have SWAT teams that serve fucking court bench warrants. What the fuck? You know they'll happily charge into homes, guns drawn against unarmed people. And again, that's not that it happens every time. There's plenty of stories where some gunman pulls out a gun in a shopping mall. Cop sees him. Cop pulls out his gun and engages the guy. It happens. There are some cops out there who have a pair and will do something, but department-wise, on whole, it doesn't happen. Again, all these cops were organized outside the school. They were getting orders from on high of hang on, take your time, do it right, wait for more backup, and it's like there's fucking a dozen guys out here. And like
2: you've seen well, the hold video. Hold on, hold on. On the on the do it right thing. Let's let's be clear. This these cops at this school literally ran a drill on this exact fucking yeah. scenario two months ago. This was, and they literally followed none of the fucking procedures from that drill. None, none whatsoever. Not. Everything they trained to do in this exact situation, literally two months ago, they did not do. Matt,
1: they, they just need more training in bazookas. Just, just, just give them some more now, training. Just, in just, he needed yeah, a new and,
2: APC. And one more cop guys. Just, just, just give them one more cop. And, and a helicopter. Just need one more. And, hel- and another yeah. helicopter. Yep, yep. And, and drones. They, they oh. need some drones, too. Give them Have drones. A can, we,
1: can we get a 30 cal saw? That, that's going to help us save kids.
2: And going back to, like, what you were saying, Chris, what, like, I'm with you, too. I'm just so tired of the fucking rhetoric because it, it's like clockwork. It's like clockwork. Dems come out of the gate flying with, let's ban AR-15s. You know, and again, they've got some other, like, good ideas, too. We discussed them. But again, just because it's a good idea does not mean it's applicable to the problem. Like, yeah, close, close the gun show loopholes. Yes, stringent background checks. Those are all great things f- for you know regulating firearms, but none of these regulations will fix most of these problems because there are still tons and tons of Angry, pissed off white guys who are that are watching Tucker Carlson every night tell them about how their race is under attack, who can easily go get a gun, pass a background check, and blow up any school they want. It's not hard for them. While Dems are doing this, like again, I think I, I do believe there are some Dems that are sincere. They I think there are some Dems that think that this is that this is I think they're in the same position we are, where they're tired of seeing kids killed and want to do anything to stop it. But I don't think Biden believes that. I don't think Beto O'Rourke believes that. I think that they, they saw an opportunity to get political points yep. and, and try soundbite. to shame Republicans yeah, and course. soundbites and try to shame Republicans. And then Republicans come back with with fucking, it's a mental health problem and thoughts and prayers. And we, this is not the time to talk, politicize this issue. And it's just like, and we'll go round and round with this for weeks until something else happens. that will change the news cycle and nothing will fucking get done.
1: So here's what really scares me also on this one. Speaking of sound bites, after this happened, is Biden went for cheap points on it. I mean, everyone's going for cheap points too, right?
2: The, his Second Amendment line?
1: Yeah, like he pulled a fucking Trump. He just he just yeah. can't stop being blue. We, we went from orange to blue, and it's the same fucking asshole. Put the Second Amendment is not absolute. No, that's how the Bill of Rights works, buddy. You you don't have to like one of them, but then change it. And that's been something I've been saying forever. As people talk about the second amendment, the NRA, it's like and, and I'm for it. Let's let's edit the second amendment if that's the case. But until we edit the second amendment, the second amendment is very specific and people get hung up on the well-regulated militia part. We can have a whole debate on the, the livelihood of that of yes. Did the Founding Fathers ever dream that we'd have a military? No, obviously. The reason they put a regulated militia is because they didn't want us to have an army. And there is valid argument to the, well, now we have an army. We don't need a regulated militia. But that wasn't the point. The point was they actually wanted an armed people to resist government tyranny and things like police problems, that kind of thing. And what they went like, oh, well, they, they had muskets. They didn't know there'd be Air 15s They wanted people to have apex military technology. That was the point. The founding, the founding Fathers, and fuck the Founding Fathers, a bunch of slave-owning rich assholes, but if we're going to talk about the spirit it was written in, they wanted an armed peoples who would be able to defend themselves. That was the point. And if technology increases, obviously that's what they would have wanted. The reason why they allowed muskets was because muskets was as good as it fucking got. By the Founding Fathers thought process everyone should be able to have a fucking howitzer you know or a fucking nuke silo in their backyard and i think that's a terrible idea but like that's what they wanted they wanted citizens owning fucking apache attack helicopters that's what the founding fathers wanted and so this argument that they never thought about that is horseshit so change it but it is very specific the right of the people to keep and bear arms not muskets Arms shall not be infringed. And for the president to get up there and be like, I don't like that part. We're taking it away. So what happens when we decide that uh, you don't have a right to a speedy and fair trial? What happens when the president decides you don't have the right for free speech? Or what happens when the government decides there will be an establishment of religion? Uh, those are all terrifying thoughts, to be quite honest.
2: Well, and, and you got to keep in mind, too, is it's, it's a, I hate this idea that you get it mostly from the right, but I've heard plenty of liberals say it too, about how the constitution is a perfect document. No, it's not. The founding fathers were assholes. The constitution is fucking flawed as fuck. You want to know how I know we had to add an amendment to make sure that we couldn't own black people as property. If the document was perfect, we wouldn't have had to fucking do that. And And then
1: we added amendments afterwards saying black people were property
2: property as long as they were (laughs) in prison. You know what? And and that's the point. It's the, the, The one thing I will give to the founding fathers is they understood that times change, people evolve, and they needed a a document that could be living and changeable. And We've fucking gotten away from that. I mean, conservatives have have led this charge, but again, centrists and liberals and all of them are, are kind of in this vein where it's like, no, we can't change the Constitution. No, Constitution can't make it. Yes, we fucking can. You know, if we don't like it, we should demand that we start making more amendments. We should be changing it to suit the modern times. But Chris is right. I don't want a fucking dictator who just decides arbitrarily that what we've established and lived in for so long can just be changed by the stroke of a pen. His pen. That's bullshit.
1: And if we as a people can't agree on common sense gun reform law, then this is what we get. And this sucks. I don't fucking like it. But I got to tell you. I would much rather people be booing Ted Cruz than having a president decide what parts of the fucking Bill of Rights apply to us this week. That is that is ultimately terrifying. An executive should not decide what civil rights we have on their whims and based upon a tragedy. That's, that's where we got the Patriot Act. Do we really want that's another exactly Patriot how Act? how we got the Patriot Act. We love simple fixes. We love quick fixes. We are Western society, especially as Americans. And we just love our Marvel movie wrapped up in 90 minutes with a tight little bow. That's what we like. We like the good guys sweep in, punch someone in the face, a law gets passed, and everyone's fucking happy. That's, that's what we like being done. But it's not that simple. We have a society that breeds, raises, and nurtures these fucking monsters. And you cannot legislate away tools that will stop monsters. You have to get rid of the fucking monsters. We don't have a rape problem in this country because women are too pretty or that too many dresses exist or that people are out past curfew. We have a rape problem in this country because men are fucking garbage and we are raised that it's a woman's responsibility. And that men are not to hold each other accountable. Girls are sent home from school for showing their shoulders too much because it'll distract the boys. So well, maybe tell your boys to fucking keep his eyes on his goddamn paper and quit being a fucking creep. That's not the lesson we're taught. And that's why we have that problem in this country. And we have a problem with mass shootings in this country because we want to talk about guns and we want to talk about laws and we want to talk about who's at fault and who sucks more, Ted Cruz or the goddamn liberals. And instead, We never address the issue that we're literally raising fucking monsters because we're creating a capitalist hellscape that takes the most privileged of the underslung working class and teaches them that they are special fucking snowflakes who would be doing just great if it wasn't for all those damn brown people. And until we change that and stop allowing that to grow in broad fucking daylight, again, these guys used to have to hang out in the basement of a tavern in Kentucky in secret. You know, we used to live in a country where that, you, you, you know, after World War II, let me tell you, you fucking, you waved a swastika, you got your fucking teeth knocked out by white people. That's the country we used to live in. And again, that was a shitty country. That was a country that still fucking lynched black people. Like that country, that shitty country that said women and people of color weren't people. And if you weren't a Christian, you weren't a person that fucked up America still had a better policy of not tolerating mass killing fucktards than we do now we have gotten worse than your fucking grandparents at allowing bullshit like this that's a scary fucking backslide and that's the conversations we need to have is that when you see that fucking guy who's just not fucking looking right and he looks like he might kill everyone maybe that's who we need to deal with maybe that's the kind of people we need to talk about and why is this happening? Because again, if it's happening to this many people, it's not individuals. Not well, well, you know, Bobby was just never quite right. It's not about that because you know it would have helped Bobby a lot. Maybe some fucking counseling. Maybe no one gave a shit about him as a kid. Maybe he was treated like shit, and he was told by the worst people that he was actually special and great, and he should kill brown people. And maybe he wouldn't have been so susceptible to that message if a bunch of fucking white people that were supposed to love him didn't treat him like shit so that the fucking worst white people in the country got a hold of him. We need health care. We need housing. We need money. We need guarantees of security. And we need fucking equality. And we need a zero-tolerance policy for sexism, for rape we need zero tolerance policy for fucking racism. We need a zero tolerance policy for violent acts committed in hate. When someone punches a fucking Asian person because COVID happens, that person should spend 30 fucking years behind bars. But instead they're given a fucking fine. While mothers of children who try to get them into a better school and lie about their zip code spend 10 years in prison because they're black. If we correct that kind of a system, if we stop having two judicial systems for people based on the color of the skin or their zip code they grow up in or the annual income reported on their IRS returns, we might actually have a shot of putting an end to this. But no, no, it's not going to happen because that doesn't matter. That doesn't stop the plan of getting rich. That doesn't stop Elon Musk from having a fucking space race with Bezos because that's what's important. Whitey's on the moon. That's all that fucking matters. That's what's important. and And, and poll numbers. And getting money from the Heritage Foundation to make sure that women don't have rights over their own bodies. And getting money from the NRA to make sure that gun sales stay up no matter how many fucking three-foot-long coffins we have to watch on the news. Or getting fucking re-election points from Democrats by saying, I think guns are the problem and we should just let white people alone. No. Stop letting fucking crazy, deranged, psychotic, fucking white racist men off the hook. Thank you for coming to my TED
2: Talk. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, dude, I'm a fucking parent. My son's starting kindergarten in August. You know what we did the other day? Did a, re- a drive around the school just to make sure that they had fences and, and single point of entry. That's fucking terrifying. That, that's that's where my head's at as a parent now because of this bullshit. Do, do our elected officials help? No, either side. And the, the worst part is, like Chris was saying, the left is just as culpable here, not just the elected officials, the electorate. Because you're also caught up in this bullshit circle jerk between the left and the right that you don't have the stones to realize they're doing shit. I mean, the biggest the biggest defense I have of people like Biden and O'Rourke is, um, oh, they're, at least they're trying. At least they're trying. They're not fucking trying. You want to know no. why they're not trying? Because if they actually succeeded, they would have one less thing to fucking campaign on. That's why they're not trying. They would have yep. one less thing to get soundbites over. I don't believe for a second – I'm just so disappointed with Democrats lately because all of them are just trying to get that great tweet that goes viral and that great news bite that just gets aired on repeat on CNN. And none of them put up when it's fucking time. Not even people that we've talked nice about like AOC squad centers. The moment it comes time to to just throw their morals out the window and get in line behind the shit-lib Dems like Pelosi and Biden, they fucking do it. Everything they campaign on, all their rhetoric goes out the window the moment the Dems look like they might lose even an inch. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys care about student loan forgiveness? Oh, well, you know what? We're not going to fight for that anymore because the Dems really need a win on this stupid Biden infrastructure plan that won't pass anyway because we got two senators in the fucking Senate that aren't going to fucking vote for it.
1: Yep. And this every time this happens, it's a gift to both sides because every single time one of these happens what happens right the libs get the liberals get fucking pissed off And the Democrats fundraise on it and campaign on it. And they get to go like, let's stop talking about war and student loans and health care. We got to worry about these AR-15s. And the right goes, see, they're trying to take away your AR-15s. And they campaign on it. And they get brownie points for it. And they get money from the NRA. And they fundraise on email. And it's both sides use these fucking tragedies as money trees. And that's why we're not going to see a change.
2: Don't forget, guys. Yeah. Don't forget November. We got biggest election of our lives. Most important election of our lives, folks. This November, we got to back the Dems. Vote blue no matter who. The only way we're going to get the promises that haven't been kept is if we keep voting blue no matter who. I'm sure they'll give it to us, guys. Just give them one more fucking senator, one more fucking president. Let's just you keep hear that? Voting blue. You hear
1: that? You hear that, Cletus? You hear that fucking lefty liberal snowflake? He wants to take away your guns. He's trying to get blue senators in there. You gotta give us money and vote red every fucking time. They bounce off each other and they hold each other up and they use these as cash cows. These are dead children are Christmas presents to Democratic and Republican lawmakers. We have a Supreme Court who just said they can get unlimited campaign contributions after an election. Bribery is completely legal. You don't think the NRA is going to be buying fucking yachts for every single GOP senator and a handful of Democrats? You don't think the Democrats are going to start fucking fundraising the shit or rich liberals to compete against it? It's just a fucking cash grab. And that's, that's the problem. That's what would solve this. Dealing with money in politics, dealing with the gun lobby, and dealing with fucking white nationalism, and f- fucking fragile white masculinity at the end of an AR-15. That would solve these problems. But we don't want to. We want to ban guns, or we want to yell about banning guns, or cry about banning guns and raise money. And because of that, this will happen again very soon. And when it does, the cops will not protect your children. They will sit outside and shit themselves and stop you from saving your children. Every single level of the system has failed us. And it failed us a long time ago. And this is not on the individual to change it. I know this feels, if I can wrap this up with one thing, it would be, do not beat yourself up for not having a perfect answer. Because even though I'll get on my soapbox and bitch about it, I don't have perfect answers. I have things I think we need to actually focus on, like toxic masculinity and white nationalism and NRA gun lobbies that are actually causing these problems and and putting fuel on these fires. But even then, I can't tell you I have a fucking 74-page bullet plan that will solve all our problems. I fucking don't. But... American hyper-individuality and capitalism has taught you that you singularly need to save the world. You have to recycle your cans. You have to save the sea turtles. You can't use a straw, even though all these problems come from the top. And they come from the top because oil companies do this. And they come from the top because gun lobbies do this. And it's the same fucking game. Collective action is the only thing that will save the day. And what you need to do if you really care, don't write your senator a fucking letter because he doesn't give a shit. Unless you have a six-figure check in that letter, your senator doesn't give two shits about you writing that letter. Get collective action. Get in the fucking streets. Start talking to people who have been bitching about this for a long time. People who have been realizing that cops are not here to protect you. People who realize that the NRA is not your fucking friend and that your senators don't listen to you. We as a people need to start deciding what kind of a society we live in. And you don't correct your society by tiny, itty-bitty incremental laws or by fundraising. You change your society by teaming up with your fellow American and deciding you want it to be fucking different. And when you spot these fucking monsters and these fucking 4chan Nazis everywhere, you push them back into the dark fucking hole they crawled out of. But if we as a people are not going to stop these pieces of shit from thriving in the sunshine, nothing will change. So get on that. Anybody else have any closing thoughts?
0: Uh, No, I think you summed it up pretty nicely for me.
2: Because I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, Get some friends, build some guillotines and show up outside your senator's house and watch how quickly they start fucking listening.
1: Uh, and I really hate to say, it at the NRA, you, you know, you know where we need guns. I want to arm communities of color. There are gun clubs for people of color. Armed equality is a fucking trans friendly gay gun club. That's what we actually need, because right now what we have are nothing but white nationalists who are armed and the cops will do nothing to stop them. Because, again, it's like, let's just say tomorrow. We outlawed all guns. You really think these police departments are going to fucking disarm the fucking Proud Boys and the fucking Oath Keepers? They're the same people. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So instead, how about we protect each other? Protect those who need it. Arm communities of color. Defund the police. They don't need another helicopter. They don't need another tank. They don't need another fucking machine gun. They will not use it to save your children. Don't count on the government or a politician or a police officer to save you. That is a privilege that does not exist. Instead, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Remember that the revolution is you.